Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. So hey everyone, it's Jamie Vendera. And I'm Ben Valen. Uh, I, that's, <laughs> I, I suck at impressions too. That was, no, that, was a, that sounded just like me. I was like, whoa, is there a clone or something? <laughs> you're just you're just pepping me up for the new year. <laughs> new year, new me. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll only make people laugh if they listen to the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so today, uh, let, we kind of covered a subject like this before. But it's about making uh, making time to practice. We we talked about before, like uh, you know, people say I can't find the time to practice, and we've been on like you don't find the time, you make the time to practice. But the, what I want this one to be unique about is, what if a person really wants to practice, but um, they they can't? There there are situations keeping them from practicing. Uh, Ten hours at work, or they have thin walls, or they're traveling on a train. What are some tips that we can give them to help them make some extra time for practice? So, so actually, good. this is a really good topic. But first, I want to start with something before we actually get to all the little tips and tactics. First, many singers say, oh, well, I don't have time to practice. I want to practice, but I don't have time to practice. Really? You really don't have time? Or are you just using that as an excuse? Because, I mean, come on, let's get real. So many people... Oh, yeah, that sounds great. I would love to do that, but I just don't have the time. Like, okay, number one, that's probably not true. Almost everyone has the time, if you just think about it. If you, like, look at your schedule, if you, I mean, unless, I mean, it's hard to say, but, I mean, you know, you only you sleep for a third of your day, you work for roughly a third of your day, that leaves a third of your day, and then you have the weekends. So, like, yeah, there's doing laundry, there's kids to school, there's this, there's that. Sure, but are you really telling me that in an entire week you just can't, you just, you just can't do it? Like, come <coughs> on. That's, no, just, so if, if you're telling yourself, oh, well, I would, I would practice and I'd love to do it, but I just don't have the time. Like, okay, so let's see how many, actually, iPhone has this new feature out um, on iOS and it tells you once a week you spend an average of X number yep. of minutes <laughs> on your uh, your screen on Facebook. Day. Yeah, and so mine told me, "Hey, I spent an average of twenty eight minutes a day on my phone." I was like, "That's pretty good, sort of, because it's only twenty eight minutes a day." But on the other hand, I'm like, holy crap, I spent twenty eight minutes a day. And then I think the week before that, I was at like an hour. I was like, holy crap, I'm spending an yeah. hour a day just looking at my phone on Reddit and Facebook and whatever. So. It makes you realize how much time you're wasting when you can be productive. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if that's really, uh, you know, for many people, I, I don't have time to practice is really just an excuse. It's really a cover-up for other excuses. One is maybe I don't believe in myself. Two, I don't really know what to practice. Three, I don't really think it's possible for me to do it. And so those are whole separate issues. But we're going to focus this podcast episode on really just making the time. So we're going to not talk about all those other psychological underlying, you know, doubt, fear, self, uh, self-worth type of questions. That's real deep, heavy stuff. We'll probably do another time, but we're going to talk about making the time. 
Well, I got a great way to start. Um, so when I wrote Raise Your Voice, um, I was working an hour and 45 minutes out of town. So by the time I got home, <clears throat> I was pretty tired and I didn't want to do this. Uh, you know, I didn't want to practice. So what did I do? Uh, I took advantage of all that driving time, an hour and 45. And I'm not kids. I'm not making this up. When I was writing Raise Your Voice, I was so on fire and working with all the exercises I had done with my students, uh, realizing I couldn't regurgitate Jim Gillette's vocal power. I couldn't, I didn't want to stick those in the book. I had to come up with my own. So I, I formulated the isolation exercises, which are like the sirens, and of course, Mesa de Voce, which is transcending tone and falsetto slides. <clears throat> and I would practice on the way to work. And I look at my uh, my my clock on my, my truck and I'd stop at the gas station. I'd grab me a little breakfast sandwich or something, and I would uh, set 30, 30, 30. So if it was if I left at 4:45 in the morning, uh, I was going for, at 6 a.m. I'd start from 6 to 6:30, 6:37, 7 to 7:30, whatever it was, and I would actually uh, do 30 minutes of false. I can't talk today. 30 minutes of false set of slides. 30 minutes of transcending tones. 30 minutes of sirens. On the way to work, there was many, 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 many days I repeated this in the evening. So I was doing three hours of exercise a day. And if I didn't do isolation That's exercise, and yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I, I was getting lazy. If I didn't do isolation on the way home, I would sing. I'd work on songs because I was in a band, uh, uh, you know, with a, a friend of mine, Tim Odo, we were playing out and I was singing Judas Priest and Led Zeppelin and, you know, uh, ACDC and uh, stuff like that. And I would practice those songs that I had to do for the, the coming gig on that week. So I found time. Okay, what if uh, I've, I've told students this? I tell them all the time. How far away do you work from the house? Damn it, I only work ten minutes, and I live in an apartment. And they they pound on the walls when I practice. And so I, I say, okay, well, what about this? Uh, why don't you drive? Just take your time and drive slow. Maybe get your warm up in. Uh, leave the house a little early so you can do like voice RX on the way. And I know it's fifteen minutes long, but you do ten minutes in the car. You park. You sit in your car for five more minutes, and you finish up your warm up. You go into work. Now on the way home. Can, can you not set up your schedule so when you get home, you tell your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, or your mom or dad, hey, I'm going to – I know it's going to be weird, but I'm going to set up my car for – even if it's only 20 minutes uh, when I get home. So you get home, and you're like, okay, I can't practice inside the apartment, but I can – nobody's really coming around. So, you know, I'll leave the car running. That helps to kind of eliminate some of the sounds as I'm practicing. You can practice in your car. You can practice your songs. You can practice your exercises. Heck, Ryan Wall, one of our coaches, actually recorded an album, recorded himself singing in the flipping car, which it's still boggles. Yeah, it is a good album because it boggles my mind. I'm like, I can't believe this guy did this. But it turned out really well. So you can, you can make the time. Now, that's just one example. Ben, what would be something that you would do? So one of my students, he actually, uh, I think he does live in an apartment, and I believe he has uh, a daughter. And, um, you know, so we did our, our first lesson, and I was like, okay, well, let's figure out what your plan is going to be. So I told him, okay, we came up with about 40, 45 minutes for his daily practice. I said, okay, we're going to do this four to six times a week. And you have time to do this. He's like, do you have a place to do this? He's like, oh, yeah, I could just go do it in my car. Like, whoa, <laughs> I didn't have to like try to convince him he can do it in his car. He's like, oh yeah, I can just go to my car. It's fine. You know, it's like no big deal. But yeah, like Ryan recorded an album in his car. And one other thing I'll say about cars, if you are afraid of, 
oh no, what if someone sees me in my car or they hear me making sounds in my car? Oh, scary. Well, okay, number one, first off, they're probably not even going to hear you. Number two, if they do notice you, who cares? Um, and number three, if they notice you, um, you can sort of take that as an opportunity to deal with stage fright because you're sort of performing, I guess, kind of in your car. So in sort of a weird way, it's kind of like you're almost, it's almost performing in public in a way, although not really, but it can kind of chip away at stage fright if you, um, are willing to do it and, oh yeah, some people are walking by, you know, whatever, it's no big deal. So I used to work, uh, excuse me, um... So I used to take my dog to a dog park every day um, before I moved from California. And um, whenever I was there, there were probably anywhere from three to 20 other dog owners. And then there'd be just a bunch of dogs running around the dog park. And um, so what I did is I just went to the far side of the dog park where none of the people were. And I would just pace up and down and I was doing lip bubbles and sirens and all sorts of stuff like with those people there. And uh, at first I thought I would feel ridiculous doing it, and I kind of did. But I eventually thought, um, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm sort of like building up my confidence as a singer. So you, the same thing applies to being in the car. Now, um, a tip for finding or making, well, rather, excuse me, a tip for making the time. So I really like showering, and I love doing a shower vocal routine. So here's my latest version of my shower vocal routine. Uh, number one is I go sit on the, I turn on the hot water and let it start steaming up the, the restroom. And then I, uh, and then I sit on the toilet <laughs> and I do toilet things, practicing my downward support. Um, and then with, my, <laughs> with my free hands, I'm like kind of massaging my face and neck before I wipe, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> toilet things with Ben. Oh, a new podcast. I love it. We'll, 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 we'll have a real interesting, uh, intro to that podcast. Sink the crap out of it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so while I'm doing my toilet things, I'm um, I'm massaging my face and my neck and stuff. And so I'm sort of doing a little bit of mini vocal stress release as the, the restroom is steaming up. And then after I, I'm all happy and done with my toilet things, then I get in the shower. And then um, I put on my phone, I have my 10-minute warm-up, my t- the 10-minute vocal warm-up. You can get that on singbetterfast.com, by the way. Um, I have that playing on my phone, and I have it on loop. And so it's a 10-minute, it was actually just under 10 minutes, and I press play, and then I do um, my, you know, my lip bubbles, my hums, whatever, the first time through. Um, and then and then for the second time, if I feel like I'm confidently, you know, decently warmed up, then I'll start doing a little more full voice stuff the second time through, so it's almost sirens. Um, or if I feel like I need the longer warm-up, then I'll just do the longer warm-up. So I go through it twice, and that's 20 minutes. So I get a 20-minute shower, I get a good 20-minute warm-up. And for some people, 20 minutes seems like a long time for me. I'd have to limit myself to 20 minutes, because I could stay in there for an hour. <laughs> but um, I use a lot of hot water. Um, so for some people, if you just want to do a 10-minute shower, just take a 10-minute shower, great. You know, you're in the, you, you massage a little bit before, you shower, you're in the steam, and you get a good warm-up. And then after the shower, um, you know, whenever I'm, you know, putting on my makeup, just kidding, I don't really wear makeup. Um, I'm, I'm just, na- maybe it's Maybelline. What is it? What yeah. is it? Maybe it's natural. Maybe it's Maybelline. For me, it's you got natural. A ba- you got a baby face. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, um, you know, as I'm, you know, putting on lotion or, you know, brushing my teeth or whatever, or combing my hair, that's when I, um, you know, I just do some more humming. And so at the end of the shower routine, I 
you know, maybe I spent a few more minutes in the restroom than I other the bathroom than I otherwise would have, but I've gotten 20, 30 minutes of good work in on my voice. And, uh, so, and, and, and another way to do it, um, sometimes I'll do a warm up before I get in the shower and then when I get in the shower, I do my songs. And so I've got 20 minutes of singing. So, you know, like the, the shower is one of my favorite ways to do it. But I mean, you just have to like, look at your life, look at your schedule, look at the rooms that you're in. When are, you know, when, when is the significant other at work? When is, yep. uh, you know, when are, when are the neighbors out? When, uh, when are you away from home when you won't disturb people? When are those kids at school or whatever it is? You, you just kind of look at it critically and kind of find, sort of, yeah, it's kind of finding, but you then you, you find those time slots and then you make it a priority to use them. You know, um, when I'm going to the gym, it's like almost 15 minutes away, so I'll do voice RX with the pocketbooks on the way there. And on the way back, I, I sit to next D and do... Like ultimate, like an ultimate isolation exercise, like a figure eight, going from like uh, you know middle C on up to maybe soprano A or something. So the, and there it is. I mean, it's in the morning, early in the morning, and it's like wow, I got to warm up and I got to work out out of my way. And all, the other thing I do, and I talk about this because I'm so happy, but I got my Apple Watch here, and I got you know I'm always talking about the clicker counters and the pitch counters. I got one here so you guys can hear me click it. That is just so you can keep track of something. So we do the 10,000 challenge in, um, in VBA and in my book, Practicing, where you'll pick an exercise. And I mentioned this before. I'm doing the this uh, this uh, therapy exercise by my doctor because of the, the glass that was in my throat. And all I do is I go, woo, and I've got a little counter on my Apple Watch. And you just heard me click it. It went bing. So if I go, woo, there's another one. Woo. That's a cute click. I like Whoa. that. That's pleasant. Yeah. I like so, that. you know, so that's like uh, that didn't take me but a few seconds. So what if I did 100 of those uh, throughout the day? It's easy to add up. So, you know, you got that 10,000 challenge. You got the car. Uh, I know some of you listening are saying, but Jamie, uh, that's good and dandy, but uh, I still need to practice singing. You know, I got it and I, I, I need to fix. Uh, I need to take a shower. I need to do this. Uh, I need to fix uh, food for the kids. And then when they're doing her homework, I could sing. But I live in an apartment complex, and the walls are paper thin. And my neighbor, I was singing last night, and they're banging on the, the wall. What can you do? Well, there are some ways to bring it down. And um, I, I, I want to be fair. I want to mention everything that can help you. So there is a product out called Beltbox. Uh, now, I don't personally use it anymore. The, the original one, I couldn't stand. It was so stifling. And I got the original one on. You can hear how it drops my uh, – it brings the decibel level down, but I couldn't breathe in it. And then they sent me a new one, which is pretty cool. It actually works better. I can breathe with it, and it brings down the sound. So you could use a belt box to sing, uh, and that way you don't bother your neighbors. Uh, now, what I'm using now, since I work with DrVokes.com, and you've heard us talk about the pox, uh, pocket folks, is the thing called the mask folks, which is uh, an attachment for your pocket folks. So instead of just vocalizing like, you can actually put on this pocket folks and go, hey, everybody. Now, now you're bubbling the water and getting that effect to massage the vocal cords. But I'm also bringing down my voice. So if I go, you can hear how it will bring. That must have been loud because either Benny was going to sneeze or he about passed I was down. Sneeze. <laughs> okay, I thought he's like, oh, 
Oh, Jamie, shut up. That's so sour. But anyway, you can hear how if I'm talking to you and I'm still talking to you, it can bring down the sound. Uh, one last thing I use, uh, I, feel, I feel like I'm a, a product pimp, but I'm really thinking uh, there is a company uh, called uh, GotVam, G-O-T-V-A-M.com, the vocal acoustic monitor. This isn't really going to help you lower the volume uh, per se, but it will help you to fine tune your voice so you're not singing as loud. And it's a, it's a handheld device. You hold up to your face and it slides around to your ear so you can hear your voice much better. So it will help you to kind of bring the volume down a little bit so you're more fine-tuned and you're not shouting. So if, if it's just a little bit of volume that's a problem, you know, it isn't really bugging your neighbors, you need a little bit, you could use a VAM to practice and that you can really fine-tune and listen to your own voice. Uh, if it's really bugging the neighbors, the belt box or the uh, mask folks would be perfect for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like practicing timing singing has the added benefit of your improving your vocal efficiency. You're using less breath. You're using less tension, squeezing pressure. And so whenever you are able to sing, uh, sing out, then you're able to do it with better technique. So I don't know if I ever told you where I learned that from. Maybe I did because I am a broken record. Uh, it was Jim Gillette because I was doing vocal power scales and doing Z A Y A mine. You know, they're so big and they're so ducky and robotic sounding. And I wasn't getting anywhere in my range. And we had a lesson and he made me go mine. He made me do them as tiny as I possibly could. And it made it worse at first. <laughs> He's like, it will be, trust me. And I, I learned to do this tiny vocalizing on these exercises. And then I thought, hey, I wonder if I could do that with singing Steel Heart or, or Journey or something. I wonder how that would work. And it turned into an amazing thing. And this was back in like 1991, 92 when I learned this. So don't don't discount it just because you're singing that tiny doesn't mean you're not practicing. It's still working the upper edges of the chords. Even if you're kind of in falsetto, it doesn't matter. You're still working towards a goal. Yeah, absolutely. And um so for tiny singing, for me, when I find I'm getting a little tired, um, sort of at a standard full voice volume, switching to the tiny singing, it, I get a little more work in, um, if, if, if I can't do it in the full voice necessarily. So like, it's kind of like, um, you know, if you go to the gym and you do pull-ups, right? You're hanging from your arms uh, and then you pull up on the bar, right? And so you're using your arms to pull your whole body up and then gradually lower yourself back down. And then after you do enough of those, you start to get tired. So you can't pull yourself up anymore. So what do you do? You jump up. Like, or you, or you, you put your feet on the footrests and then you jump up and then you gently lower yourself down. And that's called doing negatives. And so the same thing applies with tiny singing. You can do it, if you have a hard time doing the higher notes in full voice, you can use them as negatives so that you do the higher notes in the tiny singing voice. And then gradually you build up the coordination and strength. And then also, um, you can use them towards the end of your uh, vocal workout. After you're, you know, you're, you've sufficiently worked out your voice, you can use them almost as a vocal negative. Excuse me, <clears throat> as a vocal negative to do that. So, and the, and one other thing I want to say is I think we have another podcast episode. <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Episode four of the Sing Better Fast podcast is called "Too Loud to Practice." What to do if you're too loud to practice and you're disturbing neighbors or people that you live with. And that is uh, a 22-minute <laughs> podcast on what to do in order to make your... You know, you know it's, it's funny. Who was I talking to the other day? Talking about VVA and the 1,000-plus videos and audio. We're always making stuff. 
But I said, you know, the way that I teach, the way I've trained for 20 something years and the way we write these articles I was talking about, um, it's a lot of the same material but told in a different light because you don't need 772 vocal exercises and 4,000 philosophies. So you may hear Stephanie puts podcast that, uh, that'll ring true that you've heard before, but you, we want to instill this into your mind so that you apply it and you actually use it. Yeah, so when we talk about something, we say it a little different. We might have a different yep. story, a different point, a different resource, uh, a different perspective. Um, and some people, they want to hear more and more about the same topic. So we, you know, we bring them up. Um, and it's, and it's also helpful because not everyone who hears this podcast heard our episode four when it came out. So, um, it's good just all around. It's great for review and it's great for, um, great for new people. So, all right. So I hope you found this one useful on making time to practice and, uh, we'll see you in the next one. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.